This is 30 Minutes of Pride, where LGBT misconceptions are finally outed. Let's meet the panel. Adam is animated. I just dislike stereotypes in general. Oh, you're raising a good point. You're not explaining it well, but you're raising a good point. I think I'm a bit of a hopeless romantic. Oh, that's such a good question. Get out of here. <laughs> Beware of Bryce. If you're questioning, you're not identifying as anything yet. I've since became a slut, so it's actually accurate. What's worse than stereotypes is censorship. Anyone who would actually believe that everyone embodies the stereotype has to actually be stupid. Evan educates. And the answer is no. It's not a gay thing, it's not a lesbian thing, it's not a bi thing. I will politely disagree. What does pride stand for? You should talk about it. That is part of a healthy relationship. I might argue otherwise. <laughs> And I'm just Jamie. I think there's a lot of times there are a lot of positive stereotypes. That was the person that people complained about. Do you have a limp wrist? And I was the person that was walking in the streets in their underwear. I'll go on a date with, with almost anybody. It's not just our pride, it's yours. <laughs> Welcome to 30 Minutes of Pride, the show dedicated to bringing LGBT issues and lifestyle topics to your ears. I'm your host, Jamie Balligan. With me today is TV producer Adam Ravashi, writer and director Bryce Sage, public administrator Evan Donahue, and special guest, radio and television personality, Mike Shalou. Yay! Yay! Yay, Mike! Yay, everybody! <laughs> so, today is a topic that I think everyone's been waiting for. It's dating. Gay dating. My favorite. So, first, I want to go around and I want you to say your relationship status. Are these facts? These are facts. These are true statements. Yes, these are this true statements. This is like, okay, alright. Yes. And then tell me about your worst date. I'm going to start with you, Bryce. So then you say your relationship status and then talk about your worst date. Okay. Take it away, Bryce. All right. So this will come as a huge surprise, but I am single. Have been for the last five years. You told me a year and a half. Well, in grand total, the time that I wasn't single was... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe less than a year. Okay. I think if you combine them all together. So, my worst date... Would you consider grinding grinder dates dates? Like, if they just come to your house, does that count as a date? That's really a hookup. But what if it doesn't end in a hookup? Oh, that's nice, then. Yeah, so it's kind of okay. a date. a nice conversation. So, okay. it's date. It's totally it's a date. date. It's a total date. Okay. Total date. So, date, worst date. date was a grinder conversation that uh, was held in my living room. This guy who looked really good looking in his pictures, I swear showed up and he was wearing a winter coat and I, I'm pretty confident it was like fall, like early fall, so it was, you really didn't need to have a winter coat, but I knew he there was, was something up. But he wasn't cold, Okay, he was concealing something, and he insisted on not taking on the coat, taking off the coat, but I knew something was up and I had to see, right. but you I needed to know. in the house when something I was in his coat. Yes. Oh my god, you're adventurous. <laughs> very adventurous. A little kinky too. Yeah, very, just a yeah. Okay, I see where this is going. <laughs> so once he finally removed the coat, he immediately grabbed a pillow to cover himself, and I was like, oh my god, the guy's like super obese. And not that that's a not, problem, that's the problem. Be because yeah. I'm not superficial right, exactly. and his personality could be great. Unfortunately, he also was like 26 and still worked at Tim Hortons and not in management. So there was not much of a personality either. What was in the coat? Fat. Oh. He, was, he was hiding. He was oh my god, it was tons of fat. It was tons of fat. Oh my god, I was like... He was like 40 pounds oh, yeah, or more like it was, over and it than didn't what, match the picture. Exactly. Not at all. Yeah. yeah Why do no. people do that? You can't say, oops, I goofed my look up by the time I got here. I think there's this thing with Grindr that it's like, oh, well, you've got in the front door, so maybe I'll be so guilty or desperate. That's true, but I'm not that desperate. <laughs> <laughs> 
How did you get rid of him? Uh, well, <laughs> well, this is this is where I was this like is the kicker. <laughs> I just asked Jamie to come out. Jamie was the roommate at the time, so I asked him to come out and help me entertain this guest. Because that's. <laughs> That's roommate. what you do. Good roommate. That's why I was a good right? roommate. That's yeah. a good because roommate. I'm old-fashioned, and I like to ha- to have you know quality intellectual conversation with people. But you know, right. I I don't have sleazy hookups. So mm-hmm. so That's I not you at all? No, 100 percent not. <laughs> right. And so so Jamie came out and helped me uh, be nice and cordial for roughly like the most unbearable 45 minutes oh. of our lives. It was a very interesting date. Threesome. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> and You're then, a very and then, good wing. Round of applause, Jamie. Yeah, round you, of applause. You, good good wingman. This is good where you man. really do want a cock block, and he, he really did. I helped you. He's so nice. He's thoughtful. What about you, Evan? Oh, it's not going to be an entertaining story like that. Oh, I'm, so, sure, I'm sure Mike will help with that. <laughs> uh, I am partnered, and the worst date that I've been on in a while, uh, this was still several years ago, Met him at a party, uh, exchanged numbers, and in the brief conversation there, he seemed fine, uh, semi-intelligent. Then the coffee date turned out to be a themed date where the only things that he talked about were Madonna, his love of Madonna, Madonna, his workout, Madonna, and his workout. I said very little throughout this, as it was all about him and these two topics. Uh, it's so. too bad that the hard candy gym wasn't around yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because then he's probably could've... instrumental in bringing it. He in brought maybe he that oh he could have been worth a lot of money. <laughs> I'm okay passing on that one. All right. Who yeah. is he? Good looking. Oh yeah, very much. Oh. How old was he? Uh, so I was in my early twenties at the time, and he was mid to late twenties. That didn't sound so bad. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I know by today's standards, <laughs> I'll take him <laughs> and a side of fries. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad dating story. God, if that's yeah. the worst yeah, you've if, been on. If you had to sit through an hour and a half to two hours of just listening to that, it's I, but in your mind. But you're, you're not a Madonna like, fan. I enjoy Madonna, I really do, but not enough to talk about her for that extent. I don't understand if it was Britney Spears, but Madonna, I guess, is crossing over. Watch it. <laughs> There's older people in the room that highly appreciate Madonna. Old school Madonna or current Madonna? I'm old, so I'm from an old school, and we like Madonna. You're not a day over 32. Thank you, Botox gods. <laughs> What's your story, Mike? It better be good, Mike, because you've led the build-up now. No, but you know what? See, here's the thing. Like, In all honesty, so I am seeing someone. First time in a very long time, so which is very nice, and it's a lot of fun. But I honestly dated the entire city. But I mean, like, I think I scared the city because I was, I was such a needy person. So people didn't want to date me. You know what I mean? I'm very dramatic. I was like, today's the day. I love you. Let's get together. I'm happy. They're like, whoa, dude. So I'm actually the worst person to date. Bad date was this. So I meet this guy at the gym. And you know, you think that when you meet the guy in the gym, you can see the gym clothes. They have a really rocking bod. Conversation. Everything happens. You're good. We did the number thing. We started texting. Very fun. Nice. Whatever. So then it was time for us to go out. I meet him and we're at Young and Eglinton. He took me to the Mandarin. Oh, oh girl. Took me to the Mandarin. <laughs> All you can eat on your first date just doesn't seem like a happy ending. So after you he was done eating he looked at me and he goes so gotta make some room and i was like what he wanted to take a bowel movement and he was letting me know on our first date that he had to make some room so he can eat some more buffet at the mandarin although anyone who's ever eaten at mandarin knows you you immediately take a bowel movement but but he wanted that food glimmerous like there's something they shellac on that food that makes it go right through your system i know it's like a locomotive just rush 
shit out of your body. <laughs> okay, your turn. All right. Well, I'm single, but enjoying it most of the time. He did say story. truth. At the okay, end. so I hate it. Um, my worst dating story happened pretty recently. This is actually weird because all you guys went on first dates that were bad. This was my third date with the guy. So the first okay. two were okay. First two were fine. We ha we kissed after at the end of each time. Nice. Like it was too. really nice. The texting wasn't great, but the in-person stuff was really good, and I thought we had a connection. So whatever. So he he was Mexican. Very and hot. They're good lovers. And I decided to take him to a Mexican restaurant because I thought you know that kind of goes hand in hand. And then he just brings up and he's like, you know, Adam, I'm not really gay. I was like, you know, no problem. You know, like a lot of people are like in flux with their right. sexuality. Like you're bi. You can be yeah. bi. That's fine. He's like, no, I'm not bi. I actually don't believe in sexuality. I don't believe that, you know, you're attracted to one particular person. Like if you look in the mirror and you're, you see yourself as beautiful, then you're attracted to yourself. So you can be attracted to anything. And I was like, all right. I, you know, at that point I was like, I'll go with it. We had some tequila before. Right. I'm going with it. <laughs> so then he goes, also, I've been with women. I was like, that doesn't bother me. But genitals... I don't like. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I just, I don't like genitals. Like, I don't, I don't get blowjobs. I don't believe in like touching. He's like, genitals remind me of poop. And I just dropped my taco and I was like, well, uh, <laughs> I'm not getting the bill for this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh. But I, I did because he's cheap. <laughs> and that was it. That was the end of the date. But a third date and I find out he doesn't like genitals. You so think you could have put that in the online profile? <laughs> so did I you get anything like genitals? No, I didn't get anything except for a wasted, three wasted dates. Well, the first two were still good though. Yeah, but I wish I knew he didn't like genitals and that would have made everything easier. Genitals are important. Yeah. Especially when you dress up on a date and you really feel oh, like yeah. I'm putting myself out oh, there. Yeah. And you were spritzed down there. <laughs> Right? <laughs> you were. Well, yeah, you did. I can see. Yeah, hold up. The fourth date wasn't good either. No, 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 I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going again. So that was the worst. That's pretty bad. I hope that taco was really, really good, Adam. Up next, I'll share my bad date story, and we'll talk about our dating personalities. You're listening to 30 Minutes of Pride. Welcome back to 30 Minutes of Pride. Today's topic is dating. Jamie, your turn. I'm single, too. I went on a date with someone that I met from OkCupid. The conversations were great. We got along, like, we were talking on for, like, 30 messages back and forth. It was really well. I thought it was really, really handsome. We went for coffee, and it was like everything that he told me online didn't match up with who he was in person. It was complete opposite. So metaphorical winter coat. Yeah, pretty okay. much. Tim Hortons guy. Yeah. He dated the same guy. <laughs> he did go to Tim Hortons. He just and jumped websites. He, he did wear a hoodie. You had your date at Tim Hortons? Yes. That <laughs> might have been your first one. <laughs> <Yeah>. Did you <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. I was like, let's go for coffee. He's like, Tim Hortons. It's better than the Mandarin girl. Yeah. It is better than the Mandarin girl. Because at least then you know it's only going to be like a half an hour. Well, that's what I thought, right? But Tim Hortons, we were at, they closed at nine. And I was like, okay, perfect. And then he's like, oh, do you want to go to the Tim Hortons across the street? I was like, well, I mean, I have to feed my cat, but. <laughs> so I went and we talked for another two hours and then, yeah. See, you're too nice on dates. Just extricate yeah. yourself. I can't do that because we've all been there and done that, so it's hard to just no. know. I, I used to be the nice guy. I used to be the hopeless romantic that would fall in love after a date, but I've become a cynical old bitter drag queen <laughs> <laughs> that does not have enough time. And if I if I sense that it's a guy who's not who he said he was, mm -hmm. it's uglier than his pictures, whatever it is, I... You're out. I, I have no problem See you next day. Hashtag see you next Tuesday. Abort. Yeah. 100% abortion. I have... Abort 100% abortion. <laughs> oh my god, this show is just sideways. <laughs> like, I can make any date turn into a makeout if I want to, assuming it's mutual. 
Or I can, <laughs> or, not, or I can obliterate it instantly. The best thing is to make yourself look bad. Oh, wait, yeah. I, I can oh, understand what Jamie's saying because sometimes you're on the date and you put so much effort into texting before the date and you really want something to come out of it. So you're almost like, well, I'm going to give it even more of a chance and but just stick with it. What maybe if you it'll know, get better. But if you meet up with the person and you know instantly they're not who they said they were and you're not attracted. Oh, so there's no, oh, yeah. I mean, there's no, no, no chance. No, no. If they were lying, I'd be out of there. I wouldn't yeah. even go up to the person. It doesn't necessarily mean that the person lied about who they were, there's a connection that you don't necessarily get when you are talking to someone online through text message or grinder, anything mm -hmm. like that. So there is something to be said about when you do finally meet and have that physical hello, you might not have that connection. And that's not necessarily a lie on either of your parts. It's just it wasn't there. And for that reason, I think Mike's approach of actually not doing anything online is the healthy way because one, it's way more organic it's and more it's organic. far less likely. Yeah. It's not that it's healthy. It's because I'm not techie savvy. I can't figure it out. I <laughs> like everyone's. <laughs> I'm like, oh Mike, I want to be like, well, like, like. But you know what? Not everyone's as lucky to find someone in the streets. It's taking or... me forever. Right? Mm -hmm. At least online, you can just like sift yeah. through. Yeah, through. Yeah, I'm all. I believe in online dating. Totally one million percent. I will trade you your in-person savvy for my online savvy. Okay. Is that a deal? That's a deal. All right. Okay, that'll work. Has a relationship. I don't want whenever it inevitably self I am dating younger. I am dating, but like you said. I have all the hope in the world. Say yes. Yes. And he gets me. Date younger. Date younger. No, I don't coax myself in lies like that. Lies. So then, really, if you had to go around and think about it, if you could describe your dating persona, what do you think you would be? Do you think you would be like the Casanova or the Playboy? Like, what do you think you are? Hopeless romantic. Really? Yeah. I think this is better that we say what we think the other yes, is. Yes, that's I, good. So it's way more fun that way. So I agree with you. <laughs> I'm hopeless romantic. But I think that you can't be happy without a pair of trousers in your life. So you're the kind of serial monogamous that will always go from one relationship to another. I'm jealous. I wish I could. I did black. that. Is that true? Wait, is that true? Because you just made a pretty bold assertion about you. I will politely disagree. Um, I actually <laughs> He's do... a sophisticated gay. Yes. <laughs> you're a sophisticated gay. You don't gay. have to be polite yeah. in your That's what I want to know. But oh. So I will admit the past few relationships, I had actually intended to spend a bit more time by myself afterwards. And especially the last one, I was kind of going through a little bit of a phase and I was exploring Grinder and everything else and the relationship that I'm in now that actually took me completely by surprise I didn't expect anything coming out of the date um, I'd actually blown him off a couple times so I seriously think that that one took me by surprise and I planned on taking a bit more time so I do enjoy being single it's just when an opportunity knocks that you don't want to let go by I wouldn't say you know look, let's come back to this in another six months and see where we're at take advantage of it while you're there I so eloquent. I love you <laughs> I love him! That's why he's in a relationship. Yep. Okay, Jamie, your turn. What's Jamie's type? I think that everyone probably thinks I'm just really picky. Why would they think that, Jamie? Yeah. I'll go on a date with, with almost anybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty bold so statement. So by selectively, well. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think that people like my personality more than my looks, so I think that's what they base it on. You think a lot. Yeah. You're thinking You're a thinker. You're a thinker. He's a I thinker. Am. You're a thinker. And so when I go on a date, we have to get along. We have to click, right? And if we don't click, it doesn't matter what you look like, right? So I typically judge the person's personality more. And then if it clicks, then, you know, I go from there. You give everybody a chance. I but you like to play the field. It's a process. See, you're nice. It doesn't work. Yeah. So you're a whore. <laughs> <laughs> Who's my dating animal? I think you should actually put out what you 
you think you are? I think I'm a bit of a hopeless romantic, but I'm also like kind of a workhorse. Like if I want something, I'm gonna work for it. So I'll kind of like overdo it in the scene to just try to like go in as many dates as I can. Genitals and really... or no genitals. Right. <laughs> Power through it. Right? Yeah. Then are done. So you're actually You believe. Yeah, hopeless romantic, very optimistic. I'm optimistic, so but I'm also like really driven. I will put a lot of effort into someone that I'm seeing and put like effort and money into it and invest a lot. And then when it doesn't work out, I end up burnt out and disappointed. Because no one else does that. <laughs> Sorry. I would call you the hopeless romantic still too. <clears throat> okay, but I think I'm different from Evan though. It's a different type of hopeless romantic. I'm a bit needier. Yeah, I will say that. As he okay. tosses the hair. What do you think you are, Bryce? I think that Bryce is a type that has ideals, but doesn't stick to them. Or he knows exactly what he wants, but goes for exactly what he shouldn't go for, which is like the complete opposite of what's good for him. I <laughs> was abandoned as a child <laughs> by my mother at the age of nine. Raised by wolves. Raised by wolves. That's why so you that like guys. I, that I like guys that, that treat me like shit. Right. <laughs> I hear ya. What Adam says is absolutely true and I know exactly what would be good for me but I don't know how. The second a guy shows interest, I lose it instantly. And if a guy doesn't, if a guy's douchey, for some reason, Bad even though I know. Bad boys are so good. Bad boys are so good. Wait, wait, but there's an extra level, because if a guy shows interest but too much interest, like they're actually legitimately really interested in him, it's completely turn off and well, they must not interested. They obviously must be delusional and mentally deranged in some way if they're that to like you? in me. Exactly. No, but someone actually would like you, and then you just turn off the switch and you're like, actually, I'm done. Five because he cute. sees it as like a game, and there are certain almost equations that come into play, and if they come at it from this route, then it's, uh, he has right. to respond with this. Bad the boys board. are good. I hear your pain. That's it. And you know they're bad. Oh, bad. I, I stalk a guy on Facebook who is so bad, doesn't pay attention to me, doesn't remember who I am, yeah. doesn't, doesn't. And then when he sees me, he's like, oh yeah, have we met? I stalk him every day on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Before your current relationship, of course. Oh no, I still stalk him. <laughs> On Facebook. I don't care. There's this one guy that just treats me so bad. So you're, are, are you classifying yourself as a hopeless romantic? No, no, I'm an exorcist. Oh. <laughs> Dating me is, listen, very emotional. I'm very passionate. And I just want to get married and have kids. My biological clock is ticking. Well, Mike, hopefully your boyfriend will give you all the babies you could ask for. Still to come, we dive into open relationships. And of course, the online dating taboo. This is 30 Minutes of Pride. You're listening to 30 Minutes of Pride, and it's all about gay dating today. So how do you guys feel about open relationships? Do you agree with them? Do you think they're common in the gay community? This is a very good question, because I'd like to know the answer to this question. I am into monogamy. I think that when you're with someone, I believe that it has to be one-on-one. Strong believer in it. You've got to be with the one person. I'm not into threesomes. I'm not into, like, I'm not into it. It's not my thing. I don't look down upon people that do that. I don't. That's just- your personal personally thing I just want and so my ex-boyfriend wanted to open up a relationship and I said absolutely not I couldn't do it can't share I don't share I don't share my food I don't share my boyfriends I don't share popcorn I don't share with the exception of Evan and uh, some other close friends most of the couples I meet I'd say definitely more than 80% open up are are open or have or yeah 
Yeah. But I per I'm in the same camp as you, which could explain why I'm always single. But that's but maybe why I'm single. <laughs> because is there a point in a relationship where all of a sudden you got to open it up? I've seen so many cases where either the opening up tends to be the inability to just recognize that the relationship is going to end and then it does, or it's a relationship where they're they're living a lie. Like they will on the surface seem like they're all happy, but get them drunk and then you'll get to see them just hate each other. Right. And they're just too dependent on each other to actually sever it. And I, I, I don't want to sound judgmental of, you know, the whole idea because I've never experienced this. Well, but I think I know, men are horny. Men are horny? Yeah. I'm horny. You're yeah. horny. You're horny. We're horny. So I'm saying, is there a point where you just have to accept it? No, no, not well, at you, all. You, horny is one thing, but horny for something else, someone else is another. So much to say on this. One, it actually depends on who the two of you are. Every relationship is going to be very different because you right. are each very different people. Yeah. So there's no yes or no answer to do you have to reach a point where you open it up because that actually very much depends on the people in the relationship that you are. I actually don't know anyone, but uh, theoretically, I think that you can get to the point where you have an open relationship and it's still healthy because you recognize that your relationship is not built on the sex and the um, camaraderie and everything else that a relationship is built on. So you're kind of farming out one portion of it. Whereas there are others that you don't want to farm it out and it's just all contained within that one unit and there's some that you just, you get everything that you need from many different sources. For me personally, I think it depends on the people that are in that relationship. However, I will put it out there, I agree with you, I would much rather keep that unit self-contained but okay i'll be honest now because the fact that i'm dating someone younger i still know what being that age was like and you have to explore mm -hmm. and you have to do your thing and you have to get out of your system do you have to there yeah. again there's a i think i think you do i think yeah, I, 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 was, I think the majority when of you're in your young 20s you want to be frisky you want to have guys yeah. want you it's fine and if you don't do it i think that there's probably again i'm generalizing but i think that if it, you if you don't explore then you're going to want to explore later exactly and, and i and i think that because he's younger and i'm older now i'm old school really old school it's like i don't i'm not i'm not i'm too old even I'm old. <laughs> so I mean, like, I'm not going to be as sexually woo as him. But I still want him to go and whoop it up. But, so, again, remember, <laughs> different people have different levels of sex drive. So right. I was that younger guy dating older at one point in my life. And there were certain times where there was a little bit of um, a patronizing Patronizing. attitude where that was the approach. I'm like, no, actually, I'm quite interested to be with you. And they're like, no, no, go see the world and everything else. I'm like, fine, whatever. Fine. Oh. So maybe just don't even talk about it. No, it, you should talk about it. That is part of a healthy relationship. Right, you're right. Communication I want to say one thing about monogamy. I think it's just really tough to be monogamous and still be part like still be part of the village scene like you either have to be signaling in the village or you kind of have to be in a relationship and just sort of not remove shun it but remove yourself, yourself from it or yeah just kind of deal it deal with it from two thousand from a distance because yeah. if you're going out to the clubs if you're doing all these things especially with your single friends the temptation is everywhere but not only that it's the mentality of going out and being looked situation. at and looking yeah. at people. Yeah. But so why is that bad? Can't you still have fun with that knowing where your line is? And again, that relationship, you and your partner you should can. know where I that think, line is. I think, yeah, totally. But I think so many people get tempted and they just see it in front of their faces so often that they can't separate the two and that causes, you know, a division between the couple. 
and that's why monogamy is so tough. For Bottom game. line is why relationships said, in the game world are so key. tough. Yeah. So I will put it out there. Uh, my partner, he enjoys shirtless clubbing. He doesn't do it often. He does it here and there. And there is a certain appeal to having people look at you and being part of that. I don't judge him for that at all, actually. I say, have He's at it. shirtless? Yeah. He's a very a good chest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. No, I'm not. <laughs> so then if your boyfriend or your partner offered, like, an open relationship to you. I don't want to talk about it, but I don't want to know about it, if that makes sense. What? Like, I, would, I wouldn't I would want, if he's going to go off, like, and do some stuff with his friends or whatever, I know he's not bringing anybody home. And I know he's not going to have sex, but if he wants to be flirted with and touched and everyone loves him, I'm going to let him be 21. Mm-hmm. He's 21. <laughs> 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 but you know what I mean? But I also know that I'm going to offer him a much, like, I'm going to give him a great life because... I've already went through all that crap. Mm-hmm. But I also understand how important it is to be new and be gay and be popular and be fun and pretty. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think, think that's, that's the only way, awesome. if you yeah. are going to go open, I think that's the only way you can do it. Right. Like, I, I don't think you go, you sit around on the couch and talk about the boys you were going Thank through. you. Yeah. That's what yeah. I mean. And yes. the phrasing of open, um, I think there, I might have misunderstood the open. So if he's just going out having fun and living life, that's very different than open and having active sex with every other guy. That right. No, no, that's what I meant. This, this one. Which one? What you just said. Your yeah. version. So, right. So the sex open. No, no, sex open. What? I mean, like, go out and get touched and be pretty and that's get fondled, but I don't want to, like... Oh, see, I don't, I don't, I don't, call, I don't, don't want to know about guys I don't want to know about it. Yeah, but that's, that's not open. That's though. not an open relationship, though. That's just people's personalities. Yeah, but I don't want him to be stressed out if something oopsie happens at the bar. Like, yeah, like, like if he makes it with somebody. Exactly. But oopsie, you I don't, don't want to But then that's, but that's, but that's not, that's not communication, then. No, no, but But this is No, but it is part of communication, because if you have a conversation and say, I have communicated, Blah, 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 you're allowed to go out and do what you want, just don't come home and say whatever you did. You know right. what I mean? Show and tell's not fun. No. Because I'm going to get upset anyways. Yeah. I don't want to know that someone... Like, you know what I mean? I'd rather just be like, you're out with your friends and mm-hmm. not bring anybody home. You're just yeah. going to get jealous and, uh, and like, overprotective. Fight, and you're going to want to... I don't want to check his phone to yeah. see what he's texting. Hey. Or then, Snapchatting, because they do now. I don't know. I kind of think yes. that if you have that, <laughs> if you have that conversation... And then you, they don't tell you what they do, that they're just going to go out. I think it's going to make you more prone to want to check their things, personally, because they're not telling you, but they're going to go out three times a week. I disagree. I think that... So you're, think about it. No, say if someone's going out no, no, but, but three it's, times a But week. it's different, though, too, though, because he's them. not going out yeah. three times a week. I know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you're a you know, boyfriend. I'm no, no, I'm just saying I wouldn't date some other... I would not date... I wouldn't date somebody that was out clubbing three times a week. Okay. No chance, Charlie. Do you know what I mean? Okay, well, they're out with their friends three times a week then. No, t- still no. Okay. Too much. Too much. Mm. Like, go with your friends, do work, but three times of going out with your friends in a week when you're in a relationship? No, no, no. Yeah, and I ultimately, you know, uh, relationships are all out of trust, y'all, la, la. Yeah. So, so <laughs> and you can't you can't control whether or not, so, like, you, jealousy to me is one of the dumbest things to have Ever. in a relationship. Wait, yeah. Ultimately, which, if a guy is going to cheat on you or whatever, there's nothing you, you can, can do. do to stop that. Yeah. And if yeah. you talk about it, if you try to control what they're doing, you're just going to oh. expedite how quickly they do Exactly. That. For now, let's agree to disagree. But you guys are both wrong. <laughs> Straight ahead, the panel talks about their longest relationships. Stay tuned. This is 30 Minutes of Pride. So guys, what has been your longest relationship? My longest, it was a year and a half and it was actually really good um, until it ended. And... Your genitals. <laughs> yeah. Good. Exactly. You like genitals, so it worked out. Good, good, um, good. And I actually really like being in a relationship and I like being in that relationship. 
And I think a lot of the qualities I looked in in that relationship, or I looked for in that relationship, I want to look for again. So I actually don't have anything negative to say about that. But I will say that it's sometimes hard to find those types of relationships where someone, where you kind of both have a meeting in the minds of where you, like how long term you want it to be and, and goals and that sort of thing. I like you. you. <laughs> and he's Jewish. Yes. Right? <laughs> find right. me a man, please. Right. See, I'm a relationship guy. I went for, I had a two year, then a four year, then a two year, then a four year. Oh my God, I'm old. And now three months. I'm a relationship guy. The four year one was kind of seven years because it was four years of on and off. On and then three right. years off. But on, right? Because I was still in love with the guy from Facebook. Right. <laughs> so I was still dating the guy from Facebook while I was sleeping During. with my ex. Right. So I had two boyfriends at the time. <laughs> Jamie, your turn. Um, six months, and that was back home in Edmonton. It was my first relationship. I was eighteen. We met off of a dating website, and I remember our first date. We uh, we uh, went to a mall and walked around, and cuddled on the couch in public, and then. Um, I drove him home and he's like, so are we, are we boyfriends? And I said, uh, sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was my longest one. And how old are you now? Uh, 27. Because you're busy dating guys three three guys else. a week. Yeah. Why haven't you found a relationship since then? A lot of guys after first date want to be friends with me. Because I don't think I can separate friendliness from... Floatiness, like yeah. courtship. It's all because to me, it's all just comes across as the same. So I've had a lot of guys say... You know, I think you're a really great guy, we should be friends. And that happens a lot. A lot of my friends are people who I have either dated or had gone on dates with. So I think that's what happens for the most part. It's deep. Very. Yeah. I like it. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> What's been your longest relationship? Does Mika count? No. <laughs> uh, two years. Yeah, and well? It was one that it just should have ended much earlier than it was. And through that, I learned a lot about myself and kind of how to approach relationships. So. So it was a good thing. Learning experience. I'd say so. Right. Yeah. That's what we call those. What's your longest relationship? Let me, uh, am I allowed to make up? No. No, no for real. Because you know we went to believe one. What's your longest relationship? <laughs> it, it, does the relationship start when you become boyfriends or when you first started dating? What does that mean? Like the first date? Like yeah. The first time you met? Yeah. Or when you became boyfriends? Like when you said a year and a half. No. When we started I think boyfriends. as soon as you're with him, you're boyfriends. Because I just jump right to the chase. Fair. It's like we're together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then if that's the case, then yeah. my longest was between four and six months. I can't remember somewhere. Really? In what's, wait, what's the more conservative estimate? Well, I was shocked that it's so Three. low. Yeah. <laughs> How old are you? Like, playable age? Real age. Real age. Real age is 31. All three of my relationships were, were around that length. Like, one was four, one was five, and one was, like, five. See, that, I'm shocked. Yeah. I thought you were a relationship guy. No, I want to be a relationship guy. <laughs> I wanted to be a relationship guy. I desperately want to be that guy, but then I became the cynical drag queen. But see, the, the, okay, but this is the other thing. <laughs> to be the relationship guy, you have to put so much effort into the relationship True. And I did put effort into those relationships. I did. I, 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 I did. You are outrageous, madam. Sorry, Bryce, but I have to agree. <laughs> That's all we have for this episode of 30 Minutes of Pride, but there's still so much more to talk about, so we had to do a separate show. I'd like to thank the panel and my special guest, Mike Chalou, for all your thoughts and opinions. Stay tuned for episode 5 of 30 Minutes of Pride, Gay Dating Part 2, coming soon. I'm your host, Jamie Balligan, and we'll see you next time. Take care.